Welcome, everybody. I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. And this is show six. Show six? The Lent Show! Lent! Lent is here. But we're going to cover all things, well, maybe not all things, but a lot of things Lent in this show, um, and sort of prepare ourselves for that, that somber time and to really deeply unite ourselves with Christ. But for now, this is, for us, it's not Lent uh, when we're recording here, so we're going to keep things a little bit light and move into uh, a really popular section of our show. And my favorite. Jay. I love this. <laughs> yes. It is... Uh, the Pope Tweet. Pope Tweet. Pope Tweet. Uh, the most recent Pope Tweet from Pope Francis. Uh, all of us who are baptized are missionary disciples. We are called to become a living gospel in the world. That's Boom. A, that's really good. That's awesome. And, and, and why I like it, because it sums up Christians... You know, it, it really just, it's kind of like a quick, hey, back to square one. This is who we are. This is our purpose as Christians. And he did it all in, what, 140 characters or whatever Twitter's yeah. limit is. <laughs> it's, it's, it's really kind of neat. So, um, I don't know. It, it really did kind of affect me more than, than a lot of tweets that go out on the Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> on the Twitterverse. Yeah. Yeah, I really like it as well. It's... I mean, it, we're moving into Lent here. We're, I mean, we kind of see that on the horizon sort of liturgically. And I personally sort of many times see Lent as a very personal thing. Uh, my relationship with Christ, how do I better that? How do I become more holy? But the Pope is saying, well, it's not just about you, right? It's about the world. We are missionary disciples. We're supposed to be on a mission for Christ. We're supposed to be living gospels. Like, I'm living christianity out in the world it's not just about me it's about everybody else it's not just about how do i get to heaven but how do i get to heaven and take everybody that i know with me right i don't Mm -hmm. know i like it it's very good um well let's begin with in the spirit of lent um lent begins ash wednesday march 5th yes and um Stations of the Cross will take place at 5.30 p.m. on the Wednesdays of Lent, beginning March 12th. Confessions will be heard from 6 to 7 on the Wednesdays of Lent, as well as on Saturdays from 3 to 3.40. Cool, cool. So... I always... I mean, I love Lent, and it... Well, I mean, it's... (laughs) It's a love-hate relationship, maybe, with Lent. (laughs) Definition of love-hate. But I always love the day before Lent, right? It's Mardi Gras, it's Carnival. Carnival, carne, sort of meat, away with meat is sort of the... What really? Catholics are getting at there, right? That's what it means? Carnival, I mean, away carnival, with meat. I yeah. thought it was just like a European way of saying carnival. Woohoo, the big circus is in town right now. Yeah. Yeah, it's carne, meaning meat, right? So we're supposed to... Catholics originally were like, okay, well, Lent's starting, and we're supposed to abstain from meat. So on the Tuesday before, we're supposed to cook up everything we've got in the house, right? So we fry up the steaks, we fry the chicken pan, all that stuff. So, yeah, I cook up all the meat in the house. Do it. Eat it. Have a big feast before the big fast, I guess. (laughs) That is very well said. Very well said. Cool. So, um... 
Pope Francis just recently here uh, announced his uh, theme for this Lent. Every pope uh, announces a sort of a theme, something that he encourages the faithful to focus upon in their own uh, spiritual life. And he released a letter as well. You can find on the Vatican's website, ever online. Uh, we'll probably post on the show notes with this show. Um, but his theme, and really, I don't think it's just the theme for Lent, but it's probably been the theme of his papacy. Lent, uh, for, so for this Lenten theme, Jay, what do you think that might be? I mean, what's oh, the Pope all about? Yeah, it's, it's a no-brainer. It's, it's poverty. Poverty. <laughs> so, I mean, it's what he's really, I mean, it's not just a physical poverty and how do we help those in need. But it's for this Lent. It's really a, he's focusing on this spiritual poverty. How do we uh, use that to unite ourselves and others with Christ? And and we have a little bit of an excerpt here from that Lenten message that the Holy Father wrote. Uh, and Jay's got a little piece of that for you. Yeah, uh, the Pope wrote. Lent is fitting time for self-denial. We should do well to ask ourselves what can we give up in order to help and enrich others by our own poverty. Let us forget that real poverty hurts. No self-denial is real without this dimension of penance. I distrust a charity that costs nothing and does not hurt. So there's a lot in his Lenten message. I loved this piece that we pulled out. Um, talking about that we need to give up things in our life, whatever they might be, whatever you discern um, in your own prayer, what that is that you need to give up in order that we can enrich, we can help others through our own poverty. So what I give up and I can become close to Christ through that in my own poverty from soda to my own poverty to uh, just anything that we might give up during Lent, right? How can I use that to help others, right? Because and it really cuts to the core at the end there. I distrust charity. I, the Pope says, I don't trust love that doesn't cost anything. It doesn't hurt. If love doesn't hurt you, if, it's, if there's n- no basis to that, then it's not real, he's saying. which cuts to the core for this Lent. I think that's a lot to chew on for the next... 40-some days here for Lent. Yeah, no kidding. The Lenten fast and abstinence. Yes, so, so the the rules. I mean, we talk about, yeah, we're supposed to fast during Lent, we're supposed to abstain from meat, but like, what are the, the nitty-gritty rules? I think they're important to visit. Maybe they're dry or whatever, but I think they're important because the church sets forth these rules for us, so let's find yeah. out what they are. Well, uh, it, it's been a whole year. You know, yeah, you I forget, forget what the rules you are. Forget the, you want to know where the, great, where the line is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Come Lent. So, started off, abstinence. We're talking about abstinence from meat is to be observed by all Catholics that are 14 years old or older. And you need to abstain on Ash Wednesday and all the Fridays of Lent. So no meat on Ash Wednesday, no meat on any of the Fridays of Lent. Also, this obligation prohibits the eating of meat, but not eggs or milk products or condiments of any kind. Even though made from animal fat, fasting means limiting oneself to one full meal on a given fast day. So Catholics who are 18 years of age, but not yet 59 are obliged to fast on Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. 
So those are the only official fasting days where you have that one full meal. Ash Wednesday and Good Friday. On fast days, two additional smaller meals are permitted, if necessary, to maintain strength. However, the two meals together may not equal one full meal. Moreover, eating solid foods between meals on fast days is not permitted. So no snacks on fast no days. No snackies. That's why on Tuesday you got to eat all those gummy bears, the meat, the mm-hmm. Cheez-Its. Cheez-Its. Get it out of the house. Yep. <laughs> so you're not even tempted. Or forget. I forget so many times. And it's like, oh, don't eat the meat. Don't eat the snacks. And yeah. Anyway. Uh, so moving on a little bit. Uh, so the three pillars we talked about, the prayer, fasting, almsgiving. Those are the three things we're really focusing on during Lent. Let's bump up our prayer life. Let's focus on fasting. That These are the required fasting times that the church gives us, but it doesn't mean that we shouldn't be doing more than that. That's the bare minimum. Like this is the, the passing grade, I guess, for fasting. <laughs> but what else can we fast from? Um, what what should you discern for your own life? You fast them as well as almsgiving. So that's give of your treasure to God, to others, to those that have true poverty. Um, and if you don't, if you can't give that much, give just that little bit, or give your time as well. Oh. Jay talked about that in the last podcast, right? That you gave of your time um, to the Boys and Girls Club, that kind of thing. Uh, big um, brothers, big, big brothers, sisters. right? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um. So coming up on this, we talked a little bit a lot last week about. Yes, we did. We said, yeah, I haven't. I don't know what I'm giving up yet for Lent. I don't know what I'm gonna bump up more, maybe in prayer, in my prayer life. And we kind of came to the decision that, well, I'm gonna help you out a little bit. So I've I've thought long and hard about what Jay used to be doing in his life to help him be a better Christian, <laughs> and, and I have equally. Uh, spent almost an entire week, an entire week, about Shaw and his his penance for Lent. Did this keep you up at night? Jay? No, <laughs> no. Good. I slept, I I slept very easy. Um, <laughs> but um, uh, yeah, I, I I think it's cool that we're kind of helping each other set the boundaries. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know that that's a normal thing, but I'm glad sure. we're doing it. So. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I like it. Uh, so in my life, I mean, I try and hit on like what at least I, I should hopefully be doing something in these three categories, the prayer, the fasting, the almsgiving. And I talk with my wife. We pray a little bit about like what are we going to be doing in our relationship to sort of hit these three things in, in our own lives. Uh, but in addition to the, to what I think I should be doing in my life, Jay has something for me as well and i have something for him so i'm going to start this off jay i don't think he knows this but this is what i have have thought and prayed long and hard about i think jay okay he when he comes he helps out at youth group here he's a great volunteer for our youth program he's he knows the kids he understands them he's really good with the youth but when he comes to youth group he parks as close as he physically can so he doesn't have to walk like into the building. I mean, he literally parks next to the door. He creates parking spots. I mean, where there's no paint, he's, he just, I mean, I, don't, I would be surprised one day if he just pulls out of the spray can and paints his own <laughs> parking strip. So he gets as close as he can, right? Because efficiency is what Jay's about. However, for this Lent, Jay, I need you to not take the best spot available in the parking lot. 
Uh, I need you to take the worst spot that you can find in any parking lot. So you go to the grocery store, you go to Mass, you go to work. I know Garmin has a large parking lot. They do. I need you to find the worst parking spot that you can find, park in that, walk in, and while you're walking in, I need you to pray for the person that's going to take your good spot. So whether that's a, a little Hail Mary for them or any needs that they might have in their life that you might not know about, but the person that got your good spot, that got a you know a little little bump in their joy for the day because they got a good spot because you took the bad one, <laughs> need you to pray for them. You got it. All right, it's done. <laughs> I will. I will do it. it Can is you do twisted. that? It is. It is very creative. Twisted. I. I mean, it's. <laughs> it, it definitely hurts, but you know, I think I can do it, and. Um, you know, I'm not afraid of a little jaunt. It, even if it snows, I think it, it will be fine. Cool. So, yeah, no, I think that's really creative, and, and I'll remember that one for sure. <laughs> Good. Um, I'm glad. Now, quid pro quo. Mm. Sure. Um, we, I equally have been in thinking about you, and um, he's very technical. Like, latest blogs, latest trends, latest, I mean, he knows his stuff, which is great. But I have decided, and I think it'd be great. And, you know, we live in this kind of world. I feel no screens after 9 p.m. That means no computer, no uh, tablets, no television. Be with your family, play some board games, just... You know, after 9 p.m., I mean, you, we, I understand most yeah. of the world works on this. <laughs> but, but you know, use your phone as a phone. But um, maybe maybe it's, it's time to start reading and, and being with family and maybe, you know, seeing maybe picking up a new hobby or trying to get some, I don't know, let, let's see what happens. Power down after 9 p.m. Power down after Whoa. 9 p.m. Jay is asking a lot here. Yeah. Between my phone the tablets we have in the house, the multiple computers, the TV. We just got a new TV recently, too, oh, Jay. I'm sure. I bet it looks This is awesome a lot. Too. I know. Whew. I know. This will make me a saint. <laughs> 40 days to sainthood. 40 days. <laughs> 40 days. Okay. I yes. accept. I All accept. right. Good. <laughs> this will be interesting. Will it will be. Uh, wait, Whew. real quick, before we go on, uh, just let's, since we're going through the rules of Lent, what happens if you catch yourself cheating on accidentally? Say I accidentally grab a better spot. You have to write a check for twenty dollars and put it in the mail to my address. What? <laughs> no, 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 no. I mean, Len, there's no oblig. There's no. You're not under the obligation of sin when you. I mean, people talk about this a lot. Like, ah, you know, I gave up soda for Lent or chocolate. Ah, I just had a soda today. Like, oh, geez. You didn't sin, right? Because this was your yeah. own. This isn't a, there's no moral Mandated obligation. By God. Yeah, God didn't say don't drink soda, right? <laughs> um, this is your own personal thing that you are doing. And hopefully, I mean, we talk about fasting from things. I mean, apparently I'm fasting from screens. Mm-hmm. And Jay is fasting from getting the best spot available. <laughs> but hopefully what that means is that we're replacing that with something, right? So 
I encourage Jay to replace that with prayer in a way. He's going to have a long walk into work, mm-hmm. so he's going to replace that with a time of prayer. And I'm going to be fasting from screens and from technology and from my blogs, which I'm going to miss, tear to my eye. But hopefully I'm going to replace that with you know, reading more scripture or doing some analog little hard book reading about the faith or something. I'm going to replace that with, or family time, like Jay said, uh, replace that with something enriching in my faith life. Um, so yeah, we're not under penance of sin or pain of sin when we don't do something. But I, I would encourage maybe if, you know, I, oh, I cheated in my parking spot today to do something doubly extra better tomorrow, right? Say, say spend a little bit more time in prayer or whatever. Okay. Um, yeah. Good to know. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Very good. Well, let's let's move on to the yeah. news around St. Anne. The news. The news. Cool, cool, cool. Also known as the bulletin. <laughs> <laughs> yes. We pick and choose our pieces of news in the bulletin. You please read the bulletin from front to back and the sponsors on the back that support St. Anne and our ministry. Uh, visit those spon- I mean, whether the, the realtors and the lawyers or whatever you feel is necessary in your life, <laughs> support those sponsors because they support this parish. So... Um, but yeah, stuff happening, uh, construction's happening. Jay's going to tell us about yes. what that means in our life. Well, it means... Really his, because it's about parking. <laughs> oh, I didn't even think about that. Yes. <laughs> okay, um, there's new parking and a drop-off plan. Uh, if it, this is a great opportunity to help volunteer and, and meet with, you know, your fellow parishioners, um, if you need assistance or uh, willing to provide rides once or twice a month, please contact Kelly Samuelson mm-hmm. at 913-660-1117. And, um, yeah, it, it's we know parking's tough, and during construction, unfortunately, that's the sacrifice that we all have to make. But... On the other hand, it could be a blessing, and you could help out someone else and get to know somebody, and yeah, you know, it'll be a good time. Yeah, we're gonna have that little drop-off lane. The north lot's gonna be blocked off. I still don't know when. I'm excited for the demolition because I think it's fun to watch buildings go down. But I haven't gotten a date yet for when this comes down. But when I know, you guys will know. And Jay, yes. we're gonna have a little watch party. Maybe it'll happen be cool. before Lent begins. It'll be great. Like on Mardi Gras, we're gonna sit out there with stakes and watch the building come down. We should film it and put it on our website. Yes. Yes. It'll happen. Done. <laughs> um, other news. This is random, but don't miss Mass. Sunday is an obligation for Catholics. We need to go to Mass. Uh, but on March 9th, Daylight Savings Time, this weird little thing that we have here, is happening where we need to set our clocks one hour ahead. So we're going to lose an hour but we're going to have more daylight during the day. But more importantly, this always happens on a Saturday night. So for some reason on that Sunday, we have like 50% less Catholics at Mass because everybody forgot to set their clocks and no one made it to Mass on time. So remember to set your clocks so that we can get to Mass because it is an obligation. It is true. Yeah. Also in in the world of smartphones, you know, you'd think that this kind of thing would take... Yeah, Sometimes it doesn't happen. Huh. (laughs) 
Anyway, maybe they're just like sleeping in. And I always get so confused. I wake up on that Sunday morning. I'm like, wait, is my phone right? Or is the stove right? <laughs> I don't remember what clock is what. I... Where's the microwave in this situation? <laughs> Go to Google. What time is it? What I don't time know. is it? <laughs> anyway, no. uh, moving on. <laughs> 40 days for life. Really cool. Every year this happens. Um, it always happens during Lent. Very fitting. Um Take a stand for life from March 5th to April 13th. Our community, St. Anne, is going to take part in the 40 Days for Life. Um, it's, a, it's an international coordinated effort to mobilize this effort to sort of end abortion in our city and in our country. Um, so you're invited to peacefully pray uh, this 40-day vigil outside of Planned Parenthood, Planned Parenthood at 4401 West 109th Street. Um, at the woman and at the Women's Health Center at four eight four zero College Boulevard in Overland Park. Um, so spread the word. It's a great community outreach to really get people. Um, I mean, sort of out on the street, and we there's people there all the time for the next forty days, all throughout Lent. Just stand on the corner praying rosaries, or just standing in silence, sort of an, uh, just a, a silent testament to those that have no voice. Other uh, sidewalk counselors out there for women who are going into the abortion clinics. Um, so it's a, it's a great, um, opportunity and maybe to add more prayer for your life, uh, during this Lent. If you want more information about the whole thing, go to 40 days um, and specifically for our area, if you want to know the schedules and all that kind of stuff, it's 40 days slash Overland Park. Very good. Cool. Uh, real quick, Shaw. Yeah. I got a question. Uh, why are Sundays excluded from the Lent kind of season in the 40 days? Why are you allowed to kind of tone back and, and maybe take that close parking spot, <laughs> if, if so to speak, during Lent? Oh, that's right. Because on Sundays, it wouldn't be... Yeah. Hmm. Yes. <laughs> oh, he found the loophole. Loophole. Oh, jeez. Um, <laughs> no, yeah, because and if anyone's ever counted this on a calendar big news lent is longer than 40 days which yes. is kind of trippy but it's because on sunday uh as catholics and as christians christ rose from the dead which makes it a very inappropriate day to fast and mourn our sins because on sundays we celebrate christ's resurrection from the dead for our salvation he saved us on a sunday right so on friday we commemorate his death for our sins but on Sunday, every year, um, it's a day of celebration. But really, every every Friday throughout the year is a day of penance. So throughout all of Lent, those 40 days, which is actually longer than 40 days, because there's sometimes random feast days in there that are uh, big days, or Sundays, which aren't counted, because we it's a celebration, right? Christ rose from the dead. So yes, Jay, you don't have to walk really, really far on a Sunday. Awesome. And I'm going to spend 23 out of the 24 hours staring at my computer screen. I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> I'll probably be playing with my kids. But yeah, on Sundays we need to be celebrating. So yes, it is actually very fitting to whatever that thing is that you gave up during Lent, whether it's I gave up chocolate or I'm going to... Maybe not prayer. You don't want to give up prayer on Sunday. But <laughs> if you gave up a, a physical thing, so you're fasting from a physical thing, it makes a lot of sense, actually, to do that thing on a Sunday. It's a celebration. I gave up soda. I'm going to gonna have a soda today. 
or yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't want to walk again because I'm getting a shin splints or whatever. It, it kind of reminds me. Uh, I don't know if if I've told everybody, but I do a lot of biking, like um, like long bike rides and organized bike rides. And we have these things called SAGs, which stands for service and gear. Where every I don't know ten to fifteen miles. You'll come across this station. It's, it's almost like an oasis when you're out there. You're trucking along. You're all by yourself, and you're really just hurting. And all of a sudden, you can pull over. You can have a drink yeah. of water. You can have a snack. You can stretch. And then you get back on that bike, and then you go. <laughs> so it's, it, it, Sundays to me during Lent kind of remind me of sag stops. Cool. <laughs> yeah, I like that analogy. Yeah, thank you. But <laughs> because originally I was thinking like, yeah, what does Jay need in his life to give up for Lent? And I was thinking long and hard and I was like, you know, I used to teach theology and there was this crazy group of guys, my, the high school that I used to teach at. And they're like, we're going to do the Jesus fast. I'm like, what's the Jesus fast? And I'm like, the Jesus fast is where you just live on bread and water for the 40 days of Lent. I'm like, that's crazy. That that's just insane. crazy. And I'm like, wait a minute. That's that's a good idea for Jay. I think he should have to. <laughs> <laughs> but I came to my senses and I thought, if I give that to him, who knows what he's given to me. <laughs> so. Yeah, it would be bad. <laughs> but oh. on Sundays, you could have had your steak and you could have had, your, you know. Wow. Could have had your sags. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Fair enough. All right. All right. Uh, anyway, moving on here. Moving on. The first Sunday of Lent, we do these all the time. The upcoming readings... What are they? We're going to reflect on that a little bit. Um, so the upcoming readings for this Sunday. Uh, Genesis chapter 2, verse 7 through 9, and then chapter 3, verse 1 through 7. And then the Psalms are 51, chapter 51, verses 3 through 6, 12 through 13, and 17. And then finally, the New Testament reading from the book of Romans, the letter to Romans, uh, chapter 5, verses 12 through 19. And then finally, um, our gospel reading. Our gospel reading from the book of Matthew, chapter 4, verses 1 through 11. Then Jesus was led up by the Spirit into the wilderness to be tempted by the devil. And he fasted 40 days and 40 nights. And afterward he was hungry. And the tempter came and said to him, If you are the Son of God... Command these stones to become loaves of bread. But he answered, It is written, Man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and set him on the pinnacle of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will give his angels charge of you, and on their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. Jesus said to him, Again it is written, You shall not tempt the Lord your God. Again the devil took him to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. And he said to them, All these I will give you if you will fall down and worship me. Then Jesus said to him, Be gone, Satan, for it is written, You shall worship the Lord your God, and him only shall you serve. Then the devil left him, 
and behold, angels came and ministered to him. Very good. Powerful reading. Yeah. It's enough to chew on for the next week of Lent here. No kidding. Um, Which is kind of the reason for the season. You know, yeah. I feel that 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 scripture really, I mean, we're supposed to take that to heart. Yeah, we are supposed to go to the desert with Christ, mm-hmm. leave the world behind, and unite ourselves to him. It's, it's an amazing calling, <laughs> one I hope I can live up to in my life, not just during Lent. Um, but a book that I, I read in high school that I love going back to, a book, it's called The Imitation of Christ by Thomas de Kempis. Um, I think maybe we'll just end on this. It's a cool quote uh, from that book. I'm talking about sort of taking that cross up and going up into the desert with Christ. <clears throat> he says this, The whole life of Christ was a cross and a martyrdom. And dost thou seek rest and joy? If thou carry the cross unwillingly, thou makest it a burden to thee. If thou fling away one cross, without doubt thou shalt find another, perhaps a heavier. Take up your cross. That was cool. Wow. So, yeah. Not a light little reading there. (laughs) Not a light quote. Yeah. But... You know, that's kind of, again, that's Lent, folks. Yeah. You know, think about it. <laughs> uh, and actually, this is the end of our show. This is, yeah. So hit us up on Facebook. Get us on Twitter. Uh, you can access all of that on the St. Anne webpage. Probably just the easiest way to get there, www.stannpv.org. So stanpv.org. Yep. On that right-hand side column, you can get to Twitter. Talk to us, get to Facebook, comment, tell us what you're giving up for Lent and how that's going to help your life. I know that giving up screens is going to help mine. Um, So yeah, just hit us up, let us know what's going on in your life and any ideas you might have for our podcast, any thoughts, criticisms, critiques, Mm -hmm. praise, whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we love praise. Yeah. (laughs) Any communication is good. Yeah. But um, until next time, everybody, I'm Jay. And I'm Shaw. God bless.